Hey there, Anna Guest Jelly here. Welcome to Love Curvy Yoga, the podcast where we talk about and practice all things body affirming and yoga. Now let's get into it. Welcome everybody. Happy New Year. So just a quick reminder up top that our annual online studio sale is still on if you're listening to this in relative real time. So it's on through Tuesday, January the 10th, and we are offering our very best savings ever or ever again, (laughs) 50% off to celebrate my new book. So you'll get the book and you'll get 50% off of your membership through this Tuesday. So as part of the online studio, you get access to our ever-growing library of over 100 practice videos from five to 60 minutes in length, the ability to favorite videos and create your own individualized practice library, new video and track of the week released every Sunday, quarterly live practices with yours truly, (laughs) a monthly private podcast just for studio members, twice monthly resource roundup blog posts to deepen your practice, a really awesome, loving, body affirming community, and so much more. So check it out. I'm going to put a link in the show notes. I would really love to have you join us. It's such a sweet, sweet space. And this is our fifth year together and just keeps getting better. Alrighty. So in our last episode, I talked about my 2016 word of the year, which was rooted. So if you didn't listen to that, I'll put a link in the show notes to that as well. You can go check it out. So just in case you didn't hear that or you're not familiar with the concept, a word of the year, I think about it as an intention, a framework. It is a lens through which to see the year and something that really, for me at least, the way I engage with it, something that I try my best to remain open to and see how it is informing, transpiring, unfolding, evolving, etc. in my year. So it's not something where I say, here are the five ways I'm going to be rooted, though certainly some people may work with their word of the year in that way. Um, I more think about what is something that I want to engage with, learn more about, cultivate or explore in this year and then I see what happens over the course of the year. So I first chose a word of the year in 2011. So this 2017 will be my seventh year choosing one, which is very hard to believe. So my words so far, 2011 was wholehearted, 2012 soften, 2013 spacious, 2014 expansive, 2015 was remember, and then 2016, like I just said, was rooted. And looking back, it's really interesting to see both how each word affected me in that individual year and how they all relate to each other. Um, I don't choose them because they relate to each other in some way. It's more like 
looking back, I can see the ways that those things have um, unfolded over time. So the past few years, I've also developed some um, maybe more fundamental is a good way to put it, words or mantras or affirmations, however you want to think about it, that exist beyond just one year. So these are kind of my, I don't know, words of life (laughs) or words of this season of my life, maybe. Um, So the first one of those is simple life. And this is one that came into my life in 2015, the very beginning of that year. And what it meant to me and continues to mean to me is really being in an active process of discerning what is most important to me and living by that. And then the other two words are love and creativity, which I discovered through a values clarification exercise from a Brene Brown course that Nick and I took at the beginning of 2016 called the Living Brave Semester. And I highly recommend this class. I believe she's going to be doing it later this year in 2017. So I'll put a link if you want to check it out. Um, Nick and I both really learned a lot from it, both individually and together, um, in terms of bringing all of Brene Brown's great work into our lives in an active way. And so one of the things that's part of it is figuring out what your values are. And she really encourages you to boil it down, down, down. Um, Because I don't know if you're like me, but when I started, I was like, I have 50. (laughs) And then she really pushes you in a loving way to distill it. So I distilled it to those two, love and creativity, which fall under the umbrella of simple life for me, definitely. So last year, my word, rooted, came to me really early, um, sometime in the fall of 2015. So I forgot, as I always do, and I think is pretty human of me, um, for most of the past few months, that that hasn't always been the case. So the past few months, I have been very unsure what my word is, if not totally unsure. And I've kind of been like, what's wrong with me? Why can't I? I don't already know it. Um, You know, pretty typical pattern where (laughs) there's not a problem and I create one (laughs) with myself. So when I honestly look back, I would say that probably at least half the time, if not more, I struggled to choose a word of the year, at least a little bit. Um, struggled to make that final decision. Um, the other times the word was fairly readily apparent. So I'm mentioning that just so if you're kind of like, I have no idea, or it's kind of one of these two or three, I'm not sure um, that that's not weird or wrong or a bad sign or you know whatever we kind of sometimes try to make those things mean. Before I get to what mine is for 2017, I asked in our Curvyuga studio, so our online studio I was talking about earlier, um, we have a great Facebook group, and I asked folks what they were choosing for their word of the year, and I wanted to share some of these because we had some really cool ones and also some ones that showed up multiple times, which I thought was interesting. So we had both worth and worthiness. Action came up a couple times. B, 
nourish several times, consistency a couple times, tranquility, courage, slow, perseverance, simplification, growth, undefended, fearless, breathe, attention with intention, I like that one, inspire, stretch, strengthen, embody, mercy, strong, joyful, ritual, enough, wellness, peace, balance, connected, and love. Those are some good ones, right? Maybe those will spark some ideas for you, some further clarification for you. I tend to personally choose just one word, but I know some people choose one kind of as their core word, so to speak, and then they have a, you know, two or three to support it. So I think that's also a cool way to approach it if you're not entirely sure. My friend Vivian McMaster, who does Be Your Own Beloved, as well as a bunch of other really great work, um, has a wonderful list of 100 Word of the Year ideas to spark your self-love path. That's a blog post from her from a couple years ago. So I'm going to link to that in the show notes. I actually looked at it um, when I was thinking about mine too, because sometimes it's just helpful to have a list of words, even if you don't choose one of those. Sometimes it will spark you, (laughs) as she says, um, to think of what might work for you. So to be totally honest, I was still deciding on my word, even though we're, you know, into January now, that's fine. Um, And I know some people actually who don't decide on their word until the end of January. So they give themselves the whole month to live with that. And I love the grace and spaciousness of that. This is not the kind of thing where there's any particular rules or, you know, if you don't have it done by X date, then it doesn't count. Um, No, this is your life and your intention. So you can figure it out whenever you want. Um, And I guess I'm telling that to myself as well. So I didn't decide until I turned on this recording for sure. Although for the past few days, I've um, thought it was probably going to be this one particular word, but not until I finished um, making my little notes for what I was going to talk about here did I really decide. So what I would say is really calling me right now as this new year is unfolding is developing my awareness of and ability to act on behalf of what matters most to me from a place that is rooted I didn't actually intend to bring in that (laughs) word from 2016. It just kind of popped out of my mouth. But I guess that's one of the ways that the words can unfold. Um, That's rooted in love and compassion and that kind of bone level deep truth. So I love inspirational art and jewelry. I like to have it around me to remind me of what matters. For instance, all of the jewelry that I I wear the same jewelry every single day, I never take it off. I wear it in the shower, I wear it to swim in the pool. Um, I don't know if that's really the best (laughs) thing for your jewelry, but that's just what I do. Um, I don't change it from day to day. So I 
like having these things around me and I everything that I wear all of my jewelry has a connection to someone who I love or a value that I hold dear or both and the same is true of the art in my house so one piece of art that I have at my house has a William Butler Yeats quote there is another world but it is in this one and every time I see that I just have a little like (sighs) exhale that quote really speaks to me because for me it's about what is possible for us to see and experience when we're paying attention and when we look for and cultivate what matters. So that is why this year my word is sacred. It feels particularly poignant to me in a world when many of us are doing our best to figure out how to contribute in a meaningful way to creating the world that we want to live in. So often in the past, my own activism and engagement in the world has been rooted, there's that word again, in righteous anger. And there is for sure a time and place for that. But for me personally, I don't feel that my most effective work has come from that place. And though I still feel that pretty much every time a news headline runs my way, I want to act from my bones, from a place of sacredness. And of course, there is and can be sacred anger. I am interested in discerning what all of this means to me, how it shows up in my life. So in addition to, for example, texting my friends an article that I'm angry about, which is my favorite pastime, (laughs) if I don't watch it, I am going to do something like volunteer to do laundry for a program in our community that offers overnight housing for homeless youth. Something very tangible, putting your hands in the water, folding sheets. Sacred also speaks to my yoga and meditation practices. My desire to do those even more in community and my desire overall to connect, particularly locally, with folks who are interested in similarly showing up in their lives and in their worlds. And in truth, though I certainly have some ideas about how this word might show up and just shared a few that are um, of interest to me, that I'm curious about, I honestly have no idea how this word will unfold. And I never do. (laughs) And that's what I actually like about this practice. I You know, you choose something at the beginning of the year that you're interested in exploring, and then you see what happens. There's a leap of faith involved, I think, in the practice. One of the ways that I stay engaged with my word, and I talked about this a little bit last week, is bringing it into my yoga practice. So bringing it into my body, figuring out what is it like to embody this particular word? 
And I have a video I made for, for short with a short practice for this. And so I'll put a link for that in the show notes as well if you would like to check that out. I would also really love to hear what your word is if you're choosing one. So I am going to put a link to this podcast episode on my Curvy Yoga Facebook page, which you can just find by searching for Curvy Yoga if you're not already connected to it. And I'll ask there for you to share yours. So if you are so inspired, you can pop over there and share. I just feel like it's so inspiring to see what other people's words are. Um, feels like we're all kind of in this exploration together. I'll also put a link to that in the show notes. There's going to be a lot of links. I feel like I've said that a lot <laughs> this episode. Um, so if you want some support around how your word is going to show up in your yoga practice, or just being in the Body for Affirming community with us, definitely check out the online studio and our sale that I mentioned at the beginning of this episode. But no matter if you choose a word or not, I hope that you're feeling interested in, curious about what's going to unfold for you this year. I think this is a time of year that is um, ripe with that possibility. Let's close with a breath together. We'll inhale and exhale. The light in me honors the light in you. Thank you for being here. Thanks for listening to Love Curvy Yoga. You can find more information about this podcast and all things Curvy Yoga at curvyyoga.com. If you love the show, please share it or even review it in iTunes. Both help us get the word out that yoga is a way to come home to your body and yourself exactly as you are today. Have a great day and curve on.